Rudy Gay's debut makes everybody happy, and the Jazz three-point shooting explodes. It's postcast. David Locke along with Ron Boone here on postcast, and the Jazz blow out the Toronto Raptors in what was as good a game as the Jazz have played this season on a shorthanded Raptor team without OG Ananobi and Precious Atua, but a Raptor team that causes the Jazz a lot of problems, and the Jazz handled it beautifully, Ron. They, they handled it beautifully, especially in the second half. You know, when they started to make the shots and, and get the shots that they, that they actually wanted and not turn the basketball over. Uh, I thought in that third quarter they start scoring more in transition there as well by pushing the ball up the floor. So offensively, they were able to get it done. Obviously, defensively, they were able to handle this team there as well. But I agree with you. This is one of the better ball games the Jazz have played because of the adjustments and and what they had to figure out in order to win the ball game. Three aspects of this game that really had us, you know, not concerned because they were shorthanded and you kind of figured you're going to win it. But it made it difficult. One was the offensive rebound, and they came in the league leaguers offensive rebounds. They had six in the first quarter, uh, and then I think they only had about six or seven the rest of the game, and three of them came on one possession. So they really handled that. Turnovers was a big concern, and it continued to be. These guys force turnovers, and they get out and play. The other flip side of that turnover aspect, Ron, is, okay, so the Jazz turned it over 24 times, and they gave up 37 points. That's not great. The other side is when they didn't turn it over and the Raptors had to play in the half court, they could not score on the Jazz defense in the half court. So that was able to overcome that. And then amazing balance offensively, as I believe seven players were in double figures for the Utah Jazz tonight. In double figures and because of the the way the Jazz moved the basketball, very impressed with the way they were getting the shots that they wanted. You can tell that, and we've watched practice, that this is something that, that that's a must, something that they're paying a lot of attention to, uh, to get it done. Now, uh, defensively, as you mentioned, they played the Raptors very, very well. Now, that was a couple of guys that had great shooting nights, and you're in Trent and, and Van Leaf, who ended up getting 55 of their of their 103 points. But the tough shots that they make teams make is probably uh, what the key to their defense. All right, let's talk about Rudy Gay because that's what everybody wants to talk about. He led the Jazz in scoring. Despite playing just 18 minutes, he scored 20 points tonight. He hit 7 of 8 from the field. He hit 5 of 6 from 3. He also had 5 rebounds and 2 assists tonight and did have 3 turnovers. But what did you see out of Rudy Gay? Well, I saw him. I was glad to see that first shot go in because now your confidence level is 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 high and and, and you figure that okay I've been working my tail off and and I probably felt like I could play last week or the week before that but now the uh, the fact that I was able to get in the ball game and knock down that first shot now my confidence is very very happy uh, he's going to give Jazz and Quinn Snyder rather options now and and obviously he took. Eric Pascal's minutes tonight, but the options that he's going to have, that Quinn's going to have with him on the floor, uh, it, I think the fans and us, we, we're going to really like it. The five of six three-point shooting is not something he's going to sit to yeah, on the exactly. rest of the year. But 38% I, I, last year, but before that, he was not that great of a three-point So shooting. I loved some other things. I loved the ball. He moved the ball. Yeah. I, I did like his willingness to take a shot. He, did, he took some contested threes that were, you know, they went down. He was feeling it. Uh, I, I thought his re, his rebounding added a little element to it. He had three or four boards tonight. He's big. He's just yeah. really big. He's 6'8", 250. He's really not that far off, far off the exact same size as Derek Favors. Yeah. Favors is 6'9", 250. 
So I, I thought the, the other things in this game from him, ball movement, um, size, uh, defensively, I can't tell yet. We'll see whether teams isolate him, how he can move at 36 years old, uh, and, and just prowess out there I thought was pretty impressive. Well, it, as you mentioned, his height, uh, his experience, uh, knowing how to get it done, uh, probably what's going to separate him from um, Pascal is, is, is a variety of things. And one is making good decisions out there on the floor, uh, being able to put the ball on the floor, uh, being able to play the, the five, the four, and probably the small forward position. So there's some adamant, added uh, things that he can bring to this basketball team that that's, I think is going to help. We'll see going forward. Now, very impressed with this first ball game. We'll see what happens the second basketball game. You the know, legs, the legs don't feel game, as good the second time. And, and this ball game was at home. Jazz offensive rating, and this was a 121. So as much as we may sit here and talk about the turnovers, there also is a point in turnovers where you know it's a risk analysis the jazz were trying to play fast they also moved the ball beautifully they popped it around the outside they drove in the lane they kicked it out they moved it they got them shifted they took advantage and so while i think we can hammer on the 24 turnovers if we want to the other angle would be that overall it was a brilliant offensive performance with the most assists they've had in any game all season the most threes they've had in any game all season and so there is a risk analysis inside turnovers i, I guess my point i wouldn't worry too much about the 24 turnovers. This is a team that forces turnovers, but at the same time, the way they force turnovers puts them at risk for other things that the Jazz took complete advantage of. Exactly. And, and I, I think a lot of us, a lot of fans, or maybe even some of the critics don't necessarily understand that because um, there is a risk. And, and when you do those things and you run across a very good shooting basketball team and you give them the opportunity to get hot on you. Well, we've got some people. Jeremy just piped in with turnovers will be the death of this team. Not if they have an offense rating 120. They'll, they'll actually be no, there'll be no death of this team. Garrett Jones has an interesting comment that the team matched up perfectly with the Raptors, and that's what Ron and I are most impressed with because they actually don't. This is actually a team that plays a style that is most difficult for us to handle, and the Jazz handled it beautifully. Yeah. Not just the Jazz. I mean, most of the team that they play, they they're you know there's a reason that they lead the league in, in forcing turnovers and, and 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 offensive rebounds and everything like that. That provides a lot of problems for teams. Now, one of their high scoring players, one of their better players, did not play tonight. Uh, as a matter of fact, he's their leading scorer. Um, but I don't think he would he would have made a difference. But I don't think he would have made a big, that big of a difference to the point where the Jazz would have lost this basketball game. Uh, Bill Hedrick wants to know: You think Pascal out Gay in and the spacing will be better and a higher IQ on the floor will help? Uh, Eric's a pretty high IQ player, but instead of specifically that, what, what does Rudy Gay? Not in a criticism to Eric Pascal, but he's a 16 year vet who's been in the league for a long time. What are the things that Rudy Gay does that line? That lineup has not been as good as it was a year ago, now with Clarkson, Ingles, Gay, Conley, and Gobert on the floor for those minutes, what do you expect to see? If you look at the two, who's a better athlete? Uh, and, and who can probably give you the most in a variety of ways um, uh, it's, it's probably going to be going to be Rudy Gay. Uh, Eric Pasco in his second year with the Golden State Warriors, his minutes went down, you know, for some reason. Um, He's going to be a player that you can. I think the Jazz can pencil in from time to time. Someone gets hurt, uh, you can stick him in the ball game for that amount of minutes—12, 13, 14 minutes—that he was getting. And maybe you don't lose as much, but I think you don't 
gain as much as you're going to gain with Rudy with Rudy Gay on the floor. Well, Rudy Gay was definitely a story. Jana pipes in. Rudy Gay, Joe Ingles, Hassan Whiteside, and Jordan Clarkson gives the Jazz such amazing bench depth. Good to see positive actions tonight. That is a pretty special. I mean, Hassan Whiteside started third. 300 games in his career. Rudy Gay has started about 700 games in his career. Joe has started a lot. Jordan started a lot. That is a pretty special bench crew right there. Just think about this. I was thinking about this during the course of the, of the game, that the amount of games that he's played, the amount of games that he's played. I played 13 years, and I played 1,041 consecutive games. Rudy Gay's played, this is his 16th year. 1,010 tonight. He's 1,010 games. So that's that's a lot of games. That's a lot of games. And even though he's been in the league that long, it's still a lot. There's a lot of experience. And uh, that's going to appreciate that. Solid, solid performance by Utah tonight. As really as good as we've, I think we've seen win in Sacramento was pretty impressive early in the year. This is the first time they felt like the Jazz, but also they hit 19 shots. I mean, there's some level here where what we've been watching all year hasn't felt right because shots haven't gone down. What's crazy is the Jazz are the number one rated offense in the NBA right now. Like, that, to me, is what jumps out more than anything else. Some of the things, their offensive rebounding rate and their free throw rate are not sustainable. They're too high. They will come down. But our shooting's not going to stay this low. So there's a real chance that this is the number one offensive team in the league for the entire season. And that's when games like tonight are going to look like tonight, finally. And we'll see what they do. Let me ask you about uh, Toronto's offense in the first quarter. Because it, it just seemed like to me that every team that they play, they probably outscore them in the fourth in the first quarter strictly because of the uh, the style they use that you have to adjust to and get ready for. And they, even though they've what, won seven ball games, that it just doesn't seem like teams, even though they prepare for it, aren't really ready for it. What they bring, yeah, the numbers don't say that, but I agree exactly with what you're saying from what I saw. Um, I don't know if you know this, but they've now lost six of seven. Yeah. <laughs> if you listen to the broadcast, that was funny. Have a good night. See you guys.